0: Welcome to this episode of Revelations from Heaven. My guest today is Maria Davis. She died during the earliest advent of COVID in 2019. That was the most virulent uh, phase of COVID where many were dying and in her own church at that time, several deaths had occurred. Now she went to heaven after her death And what she experiences, I think, very unique in terms of what she's going to tell us about in that she understood from what was happening how God allocates his rewards to people from earth, what they've done, to heaven. She also saw the city in heaven. She saw millions of people and she has an amazing story to share with us. Maria, it's great to be with you today.
1: Thank you, Randy. It's so good to be with you too and with your audience. Thank you so much for having me.
0: Well, the pleasure is all mine and ours. And uh, so Maria, take us back to what was happening in 2019. A lot of fear going on with COVID. Didn't know how, uh, how dangerous it was. And of course you were in a place in your own church where people were dying of this disease.
1: Yes, Randy, it was a very, very traumatic moment for all of us and uh, for the town, because it was not only a matter of of what happened inside the church, but it affected the whole community, the whole city. Um, The hospitals were jam packed. In fact, whenever I started having the symptoms uh, at the beginning, I didn't know what it was. Nobody knew what it was. We were all getting sick, but we, everybody was quiet in their homes, just like trying to get rid of the flu that that had come to us. Uh, uh, to me personally, um, it came to a point where I knew something is not right. Uh, there's something more than a flu in here. And I was telling my husband, this is like, I feel like, uh, <laughs> like a roach when they put, Uh, Baygon, I don't know if you have that in the United States, in in Colombia, Baygon is like a spray that is like, it like asphyxiates you. And that's how I was feeling. Mm -hmm. I was like, I I feel Mm -hmm. this is not a flu. This is something else. Mm -hmm. And uh, so um, a couple of days after we find out through the church, uh, they sent a a notice that uh, the church had COVID. And by that point, there were already some people that had passed away. And so I really got really nervous. And, uh, um, uh, I was calling the hospital all the time and I, it came to a point, so I don't make it so long. You know, I was having a uh, high fevers and I will call because they, they, then they give you like this protocol. If you have uh, more than one or two, one or three fever, you need to call us. You need to come over here. So I said, oh my goodness. So I ended up with a high fever. So when I called, uh, the nurse told me stay where you're at, stay at home because you're better off at home. You have no idea what is happening in here. So I was like, how "Are you? Go- I'm gonna stay at home. I don't mm-hmm. know what to do." Back back then, they didn't have like anything like like no medicine. They wouldn't tell you really what to do. They, I mean, there was nothing. We were like the first ones to to experience something like this. I believe besides New York. In fact, the person that that uh, brought the COVID supposedly was somebody from New York that had came to the church, and uh, um. So then after that, um, I I start spiraling down a lot. I had a few moments that I recover uh but the, it came to the point after like 45 days, not 45 at, at the 40th day I got up. Uh but it came to the point after a couple of weeks it was, it was like 20 days or something that I was because I was struggling, like I was really fighting it where I thought that I was already okay because I had I didn't have like the symptoms of the weakness and all that stuff, but I had Uh, my breathing, my breathing started like failing on me. And so uh, I called the hospital a lot of times, okay, throughout all this, like I was just calling and every time they'll be like doing a test on me, like breathe and hold your breath and you're okay. Believe me, you're better off than a lot of people that are here and all this. At this point, I knew of 11 people that have passed away from the church. So, Mm. uh, and one of them, I was sitting next to them. So I was really like, Mm. (laughs) I was really nervous. And so, um, that night that the, uh, that I, that I died, I was sitting in the sofa in the living room and I, uh, I told my husband, you know what? I cannot breathe. Like this is getting worse. Like when I breathe, like it, it gets stuck in here and it's not going down. It's like something is blocking me and I cannot breathe. And he's like, let's call the, the hospital to see if, if, if you have to go. He said, "But you don't have fever." I said, "I don't care. I cannot breathe." So he's like, "Because we were trying, like, to not go, okay? Like to me, like the going to the hospital at that point became don't do it. It's, it's not an option because they already told me is is bad over there. Now the news already polluted with a lot of stuff. So now there was a lot of fear, okay? So I was like, "I the last place where I need to go is a hospital." And so uh, my husband said, "If you cannot breathe, we have to go to the hospital." and i was imagining already oh my gosh they were they were saying they were were putting people in respirators i said no i'm not doing that i am not doing that and i have heard of of these a man that was young uh younger than me uh that um from the church that he he passed and his family could not even see him they just gave them the ashes Mm -hmm. so i said i cannot do that to my daughter i Mm -hmm. if i pass i'm passing here in my living room Mm -hmm. and so um at all these, all these days, I am worshiping, I, I repented for everything that I have done in my life, Mm I, 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 (laughs) everything that that I could think of, what I didn't do, what I thought I did, what I maybe forgot I did, or I did not have done, I repented of everything, I was like, Lord, just, I give you all my life, and I -hmm. kept my house like, like a, a, a worship zone, like, my daughter will wake up and it's just worship and we'll go to bed and it's worship, and I'll be like worshiping. And even in my weak, weakest, weakest moments where I was like really tired, I will be like this in the sofa, just worshiping the Lord. And the whole time, I was like, I'm going to get ready. If I'm going, I got to get ready. But I was not really ready to leave my daughter, really. Okay. So, um, go. Yeah, I'm going so then, are uh,
0: well, not you were expecting. I, I was
1: kind of. Yeah. yeah, I kind of figure it because, um, uh, be, be, before, before, uh, this hit me, I was dealing with the menopause, so I had ended up already. Like I had landed twice in emergency with a, uh, arrhythmia. Like I would go to sleep and my heart would go like, you know, like it would do, I was like, oh my gosh. So I would, uh and sweat, you know, like all the sweating and everything. I was experiencing like a bad case of, of uh, menopause. So I ended up in that, in the emergency and the doctor would just laugh. <laughs> my, my wife is going through the same thing you're going through. It's uh, nothing, it'll go away. You know, it's, it's uh you do have to take care of your heart and he gave it gave me the number of uh, cardiologist, and i never went and so i was like i don't want no bad news <laughs> i'm not going so i never really i never went to the cardiologist but but i knew that uh, if something really happens i gotta go to emergency because now the arrhythmia it was happening and um because i had a hyperthyroidism you know is it accelerates instead everybody gets hypo i get hyper but uh, it's gone but uh um but anyway, so I don't go out of the so I already had like something, you know, that probably it was like too much for me to to take all this in, in with my heart. That's what I think. Um but anyway, when I was when I was there in the sofa, um, um I knew that uh that I was gonna have to go to the hospital. Like I knew it. Like I said, I told my husband, I got to face my reality right now. I am, I, if it continues going up, I, I'm going to have to go to the hospital. And so my daughter was there. I didn't want to scare her. And she was 15 at the time. So I was like, I cannot scare my daughter. And, you know, so I was like keeping it together and just like this and trying to breathe. And I find out my husband just, oh, I can't, like, I'm, I'm like, and then um, I was trying just to keep my breath, like, doing like this. And I said, yeah, it's time. Let, let's call. So he got nervous. He got on the phone. And he called. And then again, they want to do all these tests. And I'm like, I cannot do the test right now. Like, it's mm-hmm. not going down. Okay? Mm-hmm. It's not to hold the breath. Mm-hmm. And so uh, that uh, while he's on the phone trying to, you know, deliberate with the the nurse if yes if no if where because she was like yeah you gotta call you gotta hang up you gotta call an ambulance on your own and then uh, we're gonna be expecting her you're gonna go not not in emergency but you're gonna go on that back and and so he he like where am i leaving my, my my wife like no like like so he's trying to ask more questions by then my feet start getting numb like i couldn't feel my feet like it, it started like like uh um, he was like a current turning me off. Like like he got sweet, and it was like I couldn't feel my feet, and then suddenly it went up on my my calves, and I couldn't feel them. And I I couldn't feel my legs, and then I tell I tell him, uh, my legs are, are asleep. Like I I don't feel my legs. So he tells the nurse that, and the nurse tells him she is about to have a stroke. She needs to come right now. You need to hang up. Call nine one one. By then, I just did like this, like if I'm resting, you know, mm-hmm. and I put my head on the sofa, and I was just trying to breathe, and I'm not saying anything, so I don't alarm nobody. Mm-hmm. But then all that was going all the way, little by little. Here, it was like numbing all my body. When it got to my chest, I feel like somebody just stabbed me. Like, I mean, I stab, and I feel like something has spilled inside of me, like something, mm-hmm. like a liquid, like if it was... Not, not thin liquid, but it was like, like a yogurt and it was like, like really, I don't know how to describe it. It was not like water. It was heavy, but, but it just spilled. Okay. And when I feel that, like my, by then my, my arms and everything, all is numb. And then when it got here, boom, I'm gone. Like yeah. I didn't feel when my head got numb, I couldn't have time to feel my head go numb. Like as soon as it got here, I'm, I was gone and i appear like in a high high place place um uh and uh the the sky is open everything is open and then in front of me there's the lord and he was so beautiful like i knew it was him uh he's just looking ahead of us like he's just looking in front of something, but I'm not looking at anything. I'm looking at him like I don't Mm. care what what is he looking at at that point. I'm just like looking at him. I didn't remember nothing. I remember I didn't remember that I was sick. I didn't remember that I had a husband. I didn't remember about my daughter, nothing. I just existed Mm. in front of him.
0: So you had no, no idea that you had died.
1: No, I had no idea. I had no idea. And so I'm just in front of him, and I'm just thinking, why is my Lord so happy? And I'm and I'm seeing him, and I'm like, oh, he's so beautiful. I said, he's so beautiful. That smile, he, he's so happy. So I, I can, I'm not talking, and at that point, I'm not realizing that I'm not talking, but I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm thinking, I'm me, all hundred percent me, and I'm thinking. Uh, uh why is my lord so happy oh my lord is so beautiful but I kept calling him like that my lord is so beautiful I said why is he so happy and I could see only his his profile at this point because he's only like these like we're looking a balcony type of thing you know like a big tower and and he's in there and he's just I can see his his side and that smile is so big and so beautiful and perfect and' I, and then suddenly he turns around and I, oh my God. And I, oh my Lord is so beautiful. And I, I am like, he knew what I was saying. So that kind of surprised me that he was listening to every word that I was saying. And then he looks at me and he also, he doesn't speak, but he communicates. And he says, I am happy because today all the ones and my father have give, have given me to bring them here, they're here. And I said, here, where is here? And I, I just kept looking at him and then, uh, uh, he, he knew that I was just looking at him and he kept, he keeps looking in front where he was looking. And I just keep looking at him saying, my Lord is so beautiful, you know? And then he said to me like, pay attention, you know, like he said, look, and he points, and at all this, he's dressing white. He's got uh, brown hair that is like only up to here. He's not long, he's only up to here. Uh, and he's like in little curls, not curls, but he's just like wavy and the face is like perfect. Like I, I tell people like his face, uh, you know, I'm a graphic designer. I'm a graphic designer, so, you know, I started about body uh, proportions of no. his body, proportion everything is so perfect it doesn't exist in the world like I said his his face his shape doesn't exist in this world he is perfect for real and so uh and the eyes <laughs> everything and so uh so then he tells me like look like but i understood that he was like hey like, you need to pay attention i'm showing you you're just but at all this he smiles at me every time he just breaks a smile at me like, like, I'm so happy to see you here. And, and I, I, I want to show you. Okay. So uh, he shows me. So I look to see what is it that he's looking at. And I see this city in front of me. Okay. And he was yellowish looking, but we were so high that I couldn't like look at buildings or anything. So to me, it looked like if it was a small place, but no, actually we were so high that he just, I could see. And I knew there was more, but I was just shown this line of city. Like for some reason, he wanted me to see this, this line of city, you know? And so I started looking and I said, how beautiful. And and so in my head, I was like, like, for some reason, without even knowing where I was, like in that moment, the consciousness of knowing where I was, like I thought, aren't, aren't aren't these buildings of gold in here? But I they still didn't understand what is here, you know? And so I, I'm trying to see, without telling him anything, I'm trying to see if I see gold. For some reason, I just wanted to see gold. And it's like, if they had let me zoom in, like my eye could zoom in. Don't ask me, this is crazy, but that happened to me. I could mm-hmm. zoom in and they only allowed me because it was like, I was allowed to zoom in this little building and it had like a little um uh, like this you know like a uh what do you call a, it an arch um yeah it's a um cupola dome? a dome like yes. like it, it had a build the building the roof was a little dome like this but it was really little and I saw it and I saw the gold so I was satisfied that oh, I saw the gold is is so uh lighter. You know, like the yellow is lighter than our gold and and it looks like transparent. So I said, "It's so beautiful. And then I see the sky and when I see the sky, I go. And I breathe and I say, oh, Lord, this air is so pure. And I breathe again. Oh, Lord, this air is so clean and and I could breathe. Three times I did it and I was saying that the air was so pure and at all all these times he's just looking at me smiling like mm. all the time. He's like, like when you have a little kid and you see the kid doing things and you're smiling, it was like that. That was the type of smile that he was doing, you know, at me. Mm. And uh, 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 so I, I still didn't catch, you know, like, oh, I couldn't breathe down there. And I'm breathing. <laughs> then I could like, duh, I was breathing the air of heaven. Mm-hmm. And so I could breathe up there and then I see the sky and I, I'm thinking that, where's the blue in here like it was all white there was no blue where I was looking at at least I still didn't see blue it was all like a white mist everywhere and it was like like a like a soft mist and all the light instead of you know like the sun uh, uh when you see the sun you can see the focal the circle and you can see where it's hitting, you know, no, Mm -hmm. over there, it was a light that it was vertical and it was illuminating everything, every, I could see the light illuminated everything. And you couldn't see where's the focal point. Like I was trying to find it and it's everywhere. The light is everywhere. And he had that mist where is, uh, is, it makes it all white. You know, it's all, it's like a white atmosphere. So. Um, that impressed me, and I was just starting all that. And then, uh, he tells me, he looks at me and he tells me, They're waiting for you. And I'm like, Who is waiting for me? And at all this, we communicate no words, just mm-hmm. like that. No, like, like, yes. like your being talks, mm-hmm. you cannot hide anything in front of him, but like you, everything comes out your- here. <laughs> <laughs> And so uh, uh, I just thought I will talk. uh, Who is waiting on me? And he said, he uh, he gives me uh, uh, he gets this white piece of clothing, okay, and it's a white piece of clothing. And I'm, I'm like, you know, I'm the one that does the laundry in my house, so I like to fold things perfectly. So look at all these things that I carry with me from here they were there, but without me even realizing that I was there or what I left here, like I had no idea. So me, I was still me with -hmm. with my experiences, but they're manifested over there in a different way. You know, it's just like recognizing, like whenever uh, he gave me the piece of clothing and it was so perfectly folded that I didn't want to open it. So I thought, uh, who folded this? (laughs) Mm -hmm. This, this is so perfect. And the fabric, it doesn't have no wrinkle like, like how, like it was so perfect and white, you know, it's pretty, not, not white, like our white, white, but it was, you know, what would you would call white? Mm -hmm. Okay. And, um, so I, I took it and, uh, he wanted me to put it on. Okay. So on top of that, he comes and puts a crown on it. And I said, "Oh my God!" So now they're putting that gold in front of me, and I was like, "Oh my God, the gold of heaven!" But even though I didn't know I was in heaven, I was like, "The gold of this place—like this is the gold." And so I'm looking at it. I said, "Lord, this is your crown, Lord." Immediately, that's the first thing I thought: "This is your crown. This, this is yours, Lord." He, and He said, "No, that is yours." And I look at it. I said, "No, Lord." Like, no, I don't deserve this. This is you're mistaken. I said, I don't deserve this. And he said, see, this is yours. Mm-hmm. And so I was trying to to analyze the crown because I said, Come on, I don't deserve that. Like mm-hmm. it may be a little one, <laughs> but not. It was just kind of, you know, you never imagine a crown like that. And so it had these tones on it, okay. And he had, he had three parts, okay, it was like one, two, and three. Okay, it was three? And there was a cluster of stones on one, a cluster of stones on the north side, and a cluster of stones in another side. And it was like, different stones, but they were rearranged. Uh, Like, however, like it was not like organized. And it's amazing like, this is something that really impacted me because like I'm a graphic designer and everything has to be perfect. Okay. Like mm-hmm. everything when I do some work is the layout has gotta be perfect. So when I saw it, I'm criticizing the crown saying, who oh, did this?
0: These <laughs> tones
1: are not, they don't look organized. You know, so even that, so it's like I was still me and I was but I was not realizing it because I didn't remember me down here, you know. So I was then now it is funny. Uh so uh, so, uh, uh, he put that crown on my head and it was heavy. And so it went like, like silence on me and he was laughing. He thought that was so funny. And, and I said, Lord, this is not going to work. I cannot, I cannot walk around with this. I've never done this and, and this is not going to work. And he was just laughing, you know, about it. And then I see myself putting the, uh, the, the tunic. Okay, the the tunic okay when I, he put the crown I take the tunic and when I put the tunic this is the first time that I feel I, I have a body like before I couldn't even see who you know who I was there or, or my body I was just looking at him I I couldn't see myself and all this is all about him nothing about me it's all about him okay he's the first one I saw he is it okay mm-hmm. so uh then uh, uh, when I realized I have a body, then I'm like, I have a body. And I thought about it. I'm feel oh. And then um he says to me, Come, they're waiting on you. And I said, Lord, but who's waiting on me? And at this point, when I put the tonic in the tunic, I could walk out of the of the tower because we were like in a balcony. because I forgot to tell you, in the balcony, whenever he told me to look. At, some, at one point, I did like this to look, and I could feel this soft type of rock or something. So I knew I was in a balcony, okay? So when we go out of the balcony, I could fly. Like, I'm I'm like, I'm walking on the clouds, okay, on, on air, or whatever, however you want to call it, In the, where we're just walking, I'm walking with him like if nothing. And so... Uh, we went just lower a little bit. I didn't feel the, the going down like you're feeling here. No, I just suddenly like I can see more. And then uh, uh, he, uh, uh, he told me again, uh, he, he says, uh, every time one one of you come here, they know and they're ready waiting for you. And I said, who's they? <laughs> I'm still like, what are you talking about? Like, What is this? And so, so he, he goes like this, them, and when I see down there, oh my Lord, it was rivers of people dressing white. You couldn't see, I couldn't see the faces. They were all uh, like the yellowish light, like they were all light. And because I was still very high, we were very up there. I could see the river of people and it was just, and, and I, I couldn't believe that many people like that really, really, when I, when I came back, I was like, I thought that there was not a lot of people here. <laughs> you know, it's very narrow, and it is narrow, but it's like it was amazing to see that many people for me. And uh, 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 and when when I saw them, they started clapping, like they knew who I was. So I really, I, it really shocked me uh, when I see they were they were saying Maria. You made it. That's what I heard from all the the noises that, were well, you know, the noises that came out was some people were saying, you made it, you made it, welcome, Marie, you made it. And I was like, I made it where? Like,
0: <laughs>
1: like it was like, he was breaking me little by little into heaven. Like, it was not, it was like, it's funny to say this, but like I tell, uh, I share a lot with young people and I tell them, you know, I just didn't go there and they say, hello, welcome to heaven. You just died. No, it was like, like with this little by little and showing me and, and just seeing the, the amazement, you know? And so, uh, whenever I saw those people like that, like I, they, I could feel their, their love, like these really, really uh even though I was in, in I was a spiritual person I, I'm sure I was there in in the spirit I don't know the you okay your flesh is not there so it's, so you will believe that you can like immediately uh like like connect with that love at the same manner but not to me it was like 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 why are they loving me like this like mm-hmm. I've never had nobody love me like this so I was like like how can they uh like I felt like their love was so genuine that it was true that they were happy that i was there like he was they, they 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 were rejoicing and really were waiting for me to to make it there okay so that kind of love that has no interest that has uh uh no uh selfish ambition like oh i'm gonna say i'm gonna clap because she's with jesus no it was just genuine it's like you make it you made it you made it and we're so happy that they were so happy for me that i was there okay and so that kind of shocked me a little bit to to receive the love i just couldn't for some reason i just like i don't trust a lot of people you know mm-hmm. here on earth so that reflected up there you know so i was like like why why are they receiving me like this and so uh the lord said uh uh they they were waiting on you he kept saying that they were waiting on you and i look at look back to him and the only thing that I can, that I say to him that I said, why did I say that? You know, I said, Lord, but I don't know them. Like I'm still like, I cannot receive this. Like how? And I said, Lord, but but I don't know them. And he smiles again, like he's just smiling, like oh, this daughter of mine. And so, uh, so again, you know, I see them there, and the more I see them, the more I feel this is my family. Mm. I was born to be here that that's why I, I was born. And so I wanted to stay, you know, like it, it can growing in me that, that I belong here. And these are, this is my family? And so, uh, in all this, the Lord, uh, looks at me and he says, do you know why you have a reward today? And it was kind of shocked me. I was like, what is he talking about really? You know, so, but then boom, it just like, he made me know, like I knew, oh, he's talking about the crown. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's a reward, you know? And uh, I said, well, I didn't say nothing, you know, you just stay blank and he knows that's no, and I just like, and he goes, um, you're, you're so truthful up there that if you know not you do not know something, you just go blank. And he's just like, you don't respond to anything. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so so I just stay blank and that I knew I'm saying I don't know. You know, so uh he says, uh, do you see those over there? So I look at him and I said, there's many. And you know, I like and I'm thinking, where does he want me to look? <laughs> he's like a, millions of people like who are those over there you know so i'm being like like you know like like this is funny like what am i gonna look like i'm trying to figure out and here he comes and makes an oval like a light when i'm looking and there's an oval of light that goes around this group of people and i said oh my god he is so smart and so like but he and he was laughing because he's like i got you you know like like that like I know what I'm telling you. Okay. So I look and when I look and I see the people inside that light, okay, that circle, that oval, it's an oval. And so I always call it a circle and then it's really an oval. So I better, I don't know why it's got any meaning. It's an oval, not a circle. And so, uh, I look and, uh, I see a, a group of people. Okay. And I say, yes, Lord, I see them. And he says, Those are here because of the word you spoke to them about me and they heard it. And because of your obedience today, they're here and you have reward. I was like, oh my God. Oh, I didn't know. You know, and I was like, and I was happy. And I was like, wow. And then he said to me, do you see those over there? And then I already knew he's gonna do an oval. So this time I didn't even ask him where, I just looked and I was waiting for the oval. And then here comes a a bigger oval, like a medium size, and I see these people inside and they were all, you know, and and he says, those are here because they heard the word from those that you gave the word to about me and because they heard the word from them, to they're here today. And today you have reward. Yes, like what? Oh my lord! I didn't know that worked like that. So I was like, I, to me, I was done. Like, like I'm getting somebody else reward. Like, and then he says, and you see those over there now, like more, like, and he draws a big, big oval. And the big old, now there's a bunch of people in there and he tells me, and I already knew what was, he was going to say, but he said it anyway. And he says, you see those that are over there. I said, yes, Lord, I see them. But at this moment I was in awe. Okay. So like, tell me everything. And, uh, he says, those are here because they heard the word from those that heard the word from you, you know, he came back again to me and he said, and because, because, because of your obedience and because uh, uh, you spoke the word today, they're here. Mm. And I was like, oh my Lord. I, I was like, wow, wow. And I oh, oh, up there, I didn't understand it. Like it took me here to study, to catch it. Now I can tell you what it is. Over there, just like a lot of things, just like I listened and I really didn't understand a lot. I was just happy to have a reward, really to tell you the truth, mm. but I really didn't get it. And then I got it. Oh my goodness! The three clusters on the crown—it was a three clusters of peoples. You know, it was like a three. It, 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 I don't know why it extended to three. That I tell the per- first person, and they tell another one, and the other one tells the other one about Jesus, and they get saved. And I had the uh, the stones on my crown—the three. You ah, see,
0: the three stones. The yes. three stones were for the three groups that he was showing. Yes. Them. Yes. of the cas- cascading kind of effect of you had directly influenced these people, they influenced other people, and those that people influenced other people yes. beyond that. And that's wow. how
1: we ended up with three clusters in my crowd. So that's, I, and then I figured it out. I have been studying, I still kind of like go over and what else does this mean or something that remembers me and, and I kind of relate it or other people's stories that kind of open me more to understanding, you know, And, uh, um, so, so I knew all the rewards because he saw me looking at them and I was like, this is so unorganized, (laughs) you know? (laughs) So, yeah. So he, he told me that, and then, uh, he told me, uh, do you know why in heaven there's no law of punishment? And that took me by surprise because I have no idea. Like it was not registered inside of me. that something called a law of punishment. You know, I mean, I will know the Ten Commandments. I will know, I don't know, the law of Moses, but not the law of punishment. So I I stay again, like blank, looking at him like I failed the test. I have no idea. And he said to me, "Uh, there's no need in here for the law of punishment because here what rules everything is love, the law of love and I was like oh wow and you could feel it because I could feel the love that was in that place and and to me that was like I'm coming like a stranger but I wasn't a stranger to them you know so uh and their love that it was so pure it was it was uh you know you you compare like when I came back like I was like oh my gosh like the love there if you if you you compare it over here the love over here that people are always doing something for for a reason, you know, like, it's always like, like if, if I want something of you or if I want, uh, uh, um, a favor over here, or if you're with somebody and I need, you know, there's always an interest over there. There was totally no interest in anything. It was just, uh, they want you, they want you to make it. They want you there. It's sincere it's pure. And then, uh, whenever he said that, uh, uh, that was it. And then I was ready to go and join the crowd like <laughs> and i was like like this force, i was gonna go in there oh because then oh, i'm like i cannot skip this one uh i asked him i asked him lord because he hit me like all these things you know and i'm like lord did i die and i look at him in his face i said lord did i die and he smiles at me like you're already responding yourself, you know? But he didn't say it, but I was like, and so I said again, Lord, did I die? And he smiles again at me. And then I knew it. That's when I knew it. At that moment, I knew I died. But I still couldn't remember nothing about this earth. I couldn't remember uh, who I was, uh, where, I, where, where did I live? Uh, if i had a daughter a, a husband nothing nothing i couldn't remember anything now at this point i just know i die. but he already let me experience all this beauty like who cares if I die? <laughs> you know like <laughs> i want to go there i want i want i want to I, I was ready to join but it kind of like it shocked me it really shocked me and i'm trying to, to, to like to to, to reason and I couldn't and I just wanted to stay that's all I knew it's just I want to stay and so then suddenly I look at this and I see uh like 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 a, like a vision I don't know it was like there like like a I don't know how, what I call it but it was like a figure of my my daughter but in in like like a projector you know like mm. it's not her you know and I see her, and then I, I know that's my daughter. And I look at her and I said, Lord, I said, Lord, I'm not rejecting. Like, where did I get this from? I said, Lord, I'm not rejecting your eternity. I'm not, I want to be here. This, this is where I want to be. This is, I wanna come here. I said, Lord, but Lord, don't I don't wanna leave my daughter yet? She's not ready to come here. Lord, please, Lord, please, Lord, don't, don't, don't bring me yet, Lord. And he smiles at me. And he says, oh, the love of a mother. And so he said to me and smile. Mm-hmm. And then, boom, I just start feeling again, my body, my body, everything. Like the same way that it came from the feet up. Now it was from here to here. And I start feeling, when I feel my hands, I start crying. And my husband is still debating with the nurse. Where is it that I want to be put in, in the hospital? Through what door? So I'm like confused. Like, like. What in the, I've been like two hours, three hours up there. I mean, like, what is this? Like, like, and I just like, like I'm here, like I, I'm in my house. Okay. And uh, uh, then I feel literally, I'm in the sofa and I feel literally the other side, because I'm on one side is the, the love seat. And on the other side, I feel that it goes down. Like if somebody has sat there and I just look, there's nothing And I hear the voice in my ear, the same voice I heard over there. And he says to me, ask me anything you want. Mm -hmm. I said, Lord, heal me and give me more days, more years. Mm -hmm. And I just believe it because I know who I was with over there. And I, I still couldn't breathe. And I told my husband, "I'm staying. I'm going to the hospital. If I go, I made it. <laughs> if I if I stay, I know I know he's faithful." He asked me, "What did I want it?" And you know, uh, that night I, uh, I went to sleep like that. And when I woke up, I got up and I did like I did in heaven, and I could breathe. And it took me a while to recover from asthma. But here I am, you know, I'm okay. Uh, he made me whole and, uh, uh, and you know, I've been like going through my story and I've been like, make, trying to make sense of everything. Now, one of the things that I made a lot of sense was a lot, a lot of things, but of, of, of why, because I was like, why didn't you ask me up there? Ask me anything. Why here? why, why, why you didn't ask me up there when you, we were face to face? And I knew, I, I thought, oh, you want me to ask this question? Because the answer is that when I'm up there, I'm whole. I don't need to ask anything. Mm. You know, it's perfect, you know, and and is already is fulfilled. Okay. I'm fulfilled. But uh, when we're here, we're still in this body. And he left us a way of fulfilling in him and he's asking my name and it shall be done to you. And he's just ask in my name. And so he wanted me to ask him in my body so it could be fulfilled in the law of this earth. Okay. That he will do for me what nobody can do, what no no doctor can do nothing. Okay. It was still, it's like heaven on earth through me. Mm -hmm. Okay. So uh, that's why he made me ask him when I came in my body. Because he is like telling me, I I I brought you back, but you're gonna have to ask me so I can fulfill it. Okay, mm-hmm. so yeah, that's that's why I believe he told me. He asked me now, ask me whatever you want. You know, so yeah, and there's many things uh, that love, you know, that, that I saw over there. I also understood that. Um, uh, you know the Bible says that faith, um, hope, and love—you know—they remain, but the the biggest of all is love. Mm-hmm. And you know, you whenever we are on Earth, you know, we need faith in Jesus to be able to not only survive in this Earth, but also faith in Him to go to the Father to to make it to heaven. Is the faith in Him that that takes us there and then if that remains in us you know that is is uh is part of the fulfillment that we're gonna see up there and then the hope is the hope that he will do as he said he was gonna do we hope we hope for uh for all the glory we hope for his manifestation we hope for for everything we hope right we here yeah. we got the hope okay in, Mm-hmm. And the love, we got the love here. We we have the same capacity of loving that those people have developed over there or have over there. I don't know how they got there. Uh, it, it shocked me. So it's obviously that I got there without that capacity. But uh, however they developed that, that capacity, they're living in there is probably by by the Lord. It's it's gotta be by a supernatural transformation of of ourselves up there but uh uh you know that we still have that love we can live that love in here these just take choices but um why love mm-hmm. is the greatest is because in heaven you don't need the faith anymore
0: mm-hmm.
1: you're already there you're fulfilled the hope you don't need hope you have everything and more it, everything we imagine is there. But love, that is what rules heaven. So it's the biggest of all. That is the complete fulfillment of our beings, of of our lives, of everything that we can imagine. And if it rules heaven, it's gotta be a strong, a strong mm-hmm. force. And God is love, mm-hmm. you know. So so love is the biggest of all, you know. So sometimes yeah, in heaven, in in I'm sorry, in earth we're going to need faith and hope because that is going to, is, is what we, uh, like, uh, clinch to, to be able to live in love because to, to live in this world that is so, you know, it can break your heart that a lot of times that it can, uh, uh, uh some people like they say like, Oh, uh, life handed me a bad card or whatever, you know, you can feel like always like something bad came or, you know, you got sick or you uh, depressed or whatever. And, um what holds you in love to for yourself and others and god is faith and hope mm-hmm. here in earth is it holds us in that love but love remains if love cannot you know if cannot know if love wouldn't remain in us if we if we do away with love if we choose other than love okay then uh, it's impossible to have faith and hope. There's mm-hmm. nothing. It's just a darkness. Really, is like he said. You know, the ones that are walking in darkness. If we have to walk in the light. The light is that love. So mm-hmm. I, uh, I think I, I believe that what he was showing me was, you know, this is this is what I die for. This is the light that that I I really want for for you, for everybody in this world and thus how he came to show us like, uh, that cross is his maximum expression of that love. So I believe that, uh, um, the message really that he wanted me to, to, to see in all these, uh, just many things. It was also important that, uh, that we can live in a society where we can start. It can start with us, you know, to be a people that love unconditionally and you know uh you can even see how people say for example uh other oh, they're, they're a christian no, they're so hateful they cannot be you know they measure you by, by your love and patience and endurance you know they know how to measure you because love really is the measure of heaven this is 100 over there
0: yes absolutely i i agree my sister <laughs> the love I, i've said it before the love is the ethos of heaven. Um, Mm. But something you talked about that I think is very insightful, and that is the judgment of God. Many people struggle with the judgment of God, the white throne of, of judgment, which is the judgment of God for those who don't believe in Jesus as their Lord and Savior. And you mentioned something I think is very poignant, and that is that the absence of love, since God is love, as the Bible references him as one of those names, for God, God is love, that the absence of love then does kind of removes the ability f- to be forgiven, if that makes sense. That there's the absence of love mm-hmm. and that God sees the love of Christ in us that he sees that love, that capacity to love, to truly love, and that judgment that you talk about when you saw the love being pervasive. Um, would you say that you know when you when you felt the the judgment as you as you uh, mentioned that as being virtually non-existent, that you didn't you weren't being judged, but that was a love that was really what you were seeing in the absence of what would be a judgment that I know you not, depart from me, as as the Bible talks about the sheep and the, the goats, you are seeing um, that acceptance on the basis of God's love, not the world's love. Yes. Yeah. Another facet of this also, Maria, is that you were seeing uh, that they were answering that question or God had answered for you that question of how are rewards allocated or given out in heaven based on what we do here
1: yes uh really what matter over there was a uh, preaching the gospel talking about but like he told him you tell them about me so he's you know because sometimes we say the gospel and you can imagine all type of all type of things but he was very specific because he said, he said, you told him about me. Okay, and because of that, now they're here and you have reward, you today you have reward. So it was like sharing about him was what got me all the rewards. Okay, so uh, uh, the other thing that I was, I was, this is an extra, not part of, of that time, but later on, uh, last year to be more exact, I was sharing a testimony with a friend in Colombia, I'm from Colombia. So I was sharing a ter- testimony with her and a, a group of, of uh, people that we, when we, we got saved together back in 1988, we were young <laughs> and, uh, uh, and so, uh, uh, I had, uh, when I, when I got saved, I went like a hundred percent with the Lord, uh, full soul evangelical. Okay, in a town that it was 100% Catholic. So everybody was saying, oh, she's crazy and all kind of stuff. And I didn't care. I was all with my Bible and I would go everywhere with my Bible. And this day I had been um, to a a closer little town. I live in, in, I used to live in the coast. So there's, we got the sea. So this close little town had the beautiful sea and a beautiful uh, deck and everything. uh, um, and so I, I used to walk on that. And that day I came with my Bible, 18 years old. And I'm just walking by and I see this guy like looking like crazy, dirty with the hair, all, you know, like almost naked, like only had like a little piece of clothing on his bottom and stuff. And I was like, like I with my Bible and fast forward over here. So then I hear the Lord telling me, stop and tell him, I love him. See, I'm going to get killed in here. And I kept running further, faster with my Bible. And then he says, stop, tell him I love him. I said, you want me to get killed today? I look at him and I'm like, oh my Lord. I so I turn around and the man is talking alone on the, it's a deck thing, a pier, a pier. Is long, okay? So in that area, uh, if you fall in there, you're gone. Like, in fact, there's people that usually like go there and if they commit suicide. They just throw themselves in there. The water is so heavy, it'll take you minutes, okay? So he was just looking in there. I'm just thinking, this man is dangerous. So I, uh, I stand up in front of him and I tell him, hey, um, I'm sorry to bother you. And he's looking all crazy. And I said, the Lord, said to stop and come here to tell you he loves you. And that man starts bowling and crying. Mm-hmm. And he hugs me and I'm like, oh, my God, <laughs> I'm going to die.
0: <laughs>
1: and I'm a little thing. I'm, and I was like, oh, my God. And, uh, and then he, he goes and tells me, you know who? I came here. I came here to commit suicide. I was going to terminate my life because I think god doesn't love me and he's all drugged okay he's like and so i ended up in the pier sitting down with this crazy man with this little drawer on or whatever sharing the gospel well he received jesus everything everything i get out there super fast i didn't even go in my walk i just like get me out of here like what is this oh my lord I survived, they could have killed me, you know, and I'm out of there. I'm like, I I need to stop coming over here. This is dangerous. So this now in last year, when I told my testimony, this friend of mine says, You what? You were that person that talked to this guy? I say, How do you know him? He said, Don't you know that he became a famous evangelist? travel all over the country. Oh, I said, God. what? No <laughs> way. So he, she said, look him online. His name is the local something, the crazy something. They still call him the local. I didn't even know what his name was. You know, the, he's called the local something, I don't know, from Colombia. you know? And I said, no way. I said, let me see him. He said, look, look for him, look. So we went online and we found like two videos of him, you know, and he, uh, he's preaching and everything and I said, you got to be kidding me. Like this is the guy that I, I sat down with. And uh, so one of my, my other friends said he told this testimony in a campaign. I went to a campaign and he said the little girl sat down and preached to him and told him God love him. And I was like, oh my Lord, I cannot believe this. Well, can you believe what I found out? Because my friend told me this that day before I took the plane back home over here. Okay. And so then when she said, you need to, you need to find out about him. Took, I went online, started looking for him and everything, and he had passed away. Mm. Can you believe he passed away the same March when I went to heaven? Wow. Before. So he had to be there.
0: <laughs> he was all one the people of those he came. Yeah,
1: yeah, he had to be there. That's wow. what I said. He had to be there. That's why I had so many people. Like, what is this? Like, I already, I was like, what? Like, where do these people come from? Like, why do I have reward? Like, of course, this man was an evangelist. Like, I caught a big
0: one.
1: Wow. (laughs) I caught a big fish.
0: (laughs) That's incredible. There's such a tie-in to to your account, what Jesus was.
1: I was like, oh my Lord, was he there? Like, I really believe it. This, I don't have a proof, but I really believe that he had to be there. He had to. How can I get all those people? (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> and he was the one in the first group where you had shared the yeah, he had to be the first group Then there yeah. was a second group of that of and he evangelized all of these people and you saw that group. That's yes. amazing. That's incredible. Yeah, that was amazing. Maria.
1: That was You wow. never know who you're who you're touching, you know, you never know who wow. you're sharing the gospel with. So, you know, like people like uh, I had different different people that are starting churches and stuff like that. And I encourage them and all that. But I tell them like there was one that was like really frustrated because oh, we only got like 30 people and I don't know what's happening. Maybe we need to move. I said, No, you're 30. That's it. Yes. That's it. That's for you to take care of. That those 30, you don't need a million. You, with 30, they multiply. Just yes. let it, like if God wanted to have a million, you probably wouldn't even been able to to counsel a million people, you know? Right. So it has to be all of us. You know, If uh, the, the idea of, of a pastor takes care of millions is really, I, don't, I mean, it's beautiful, but uh, uh, people get too, too attached to that person and they don't do the yeah. work that we're supposed to do. You're missing rewards anyway. Like, why would you wanna go there and not have a reward?
0: <laughs> yeah
1: when I, yeah when I came back I was like I'm picking more <laughs>
0: <laughs> you're impacting potentially more people than let's say that speaker before millions of people now kind of, I don't know but I'm just kind con- conjecturing here that you know your influence on that one person could have this effect on more people than that person who speaks before a million people and doesn't impact them as profoundly as the one that you've impacted that's an incredible way of looking at purpose you know our purpose is to love show the love of of christ to others and and we saw like him love
1: it was all like him i was 18 and i saw a crazy man that could kill me the lord saw my evangelist you know so he's like, we, we see so much on the outside and we're not seeing really what his plan is. I, w- I was not, the first time I was not going to stop. I was not. And I'm there for the Holy Spirit, speaking tongue, whatever, everything, read the Bible. And I was like, no, he's going to kill me. I'm not stopping. It took him a second time really firm to tell me, you go, stop, go and tell him I love him. And I didn't even have to preach the gospel. I just said God tells the Lord says the God says that He loves you and He just won and that's all it took love. It only took love. Mm. And then of course I presented the gospel to him. And then he got saved. And but I thought that's it. That like, you know, in my flesh, I'm like, I'm not coming here alone again. Like this guy may be like watching me or something. But yeah, <laughs> but I, I didn't know that he had become an evangelist and everything, oh, wow, he cleaned up really good and looked really good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and you did that because you were obedient yeah. to the voice of God. Yes. You did that. Think of all of the people that would have been lost if not for oh your obedience God. to God in that moment. That
1: gave me something. That I never lost about that
0: opportunity. Way. I mean, just that one instant of time where you listened and were obedient to the voice of God and if not for that, that the millions, countless number of people who would not have come to know Jesus as a Lord and Savior, Boy, that? Oh wow, th- that speaks I've never thought that
1: it course. that way. That's a new perspective, but it's true.
0: Yeah, yeah. When I was there, I saw a, a black space, and I mean, it was just void of anything. I've never seen a blackness this black in, in a space of even without stars in the midnight. Uh, hour but it was of lost dreams and opportunities to fulfill God's purpose in the moment moment that he gives us in the moments that he gives us for those moments and that's why it's so critically important that we hear God's voice in those and I'm gonna ask you Maria to explain help explain to our audience how you heard that voice of God what is it that kind of triggered that reaction that Oh God wants me to turn back against against my will against my what I my reason that maybe I'm putting myself in danger and they <laughs> might be killed. What is it that that you heard from God? How did that how did that It was audible
1: know. like it was in my ear. Like audible like I heard and it was very stern
0: mm-hmm. like it
1: was like a command Mm-hmm. And so at the beginning, I said, no, I am going to get killed. Like, my opinion matters more at the beginning, you know, because I'm still like, I'm not used to. <laughs> I was like, no, I can get killed. Don't you see that? Mm-hmm. And so I kept going. And then again, and this time he was like so firm. It's like, I knew this is an order. This is not, I don't need your opinion. Okay. Mm-hmm. Not that I thought about it that way, but that's how it felt to me. It's like my whole body obeyed the the voice like like this is serious I have to do it, it I don't know it's something inside of me that mm-hmm. I knew I better obey <laughs> I don't have an answer but mm-hmm. it, it was audible like I could hear it
0: mm-hmm.
1: and so it was an appointed time for this man it was like I just I think about this story so many times and I was like what made me get in that bus and and go with my Bible to the pier mm-hmm. you know like I used to go there in my bicycle, like it's far. This time I just got in a bus. Like I just felt like I'm just gonna go there and walk and I'm gonna sit down in front of the pier and take the sun and read the Bible. That's what okay. I thought I was gonna go and do. Mm-hmm. And he's right there at the entrance. I couldn't even get to the <laughs> to the, the edge where I wanted to go. But uh, yeah, it was, it was something, it was an appointed time. Yes. It was an appointed time. Yes. Yeah, I mean, we get no glory out of this. We're like, we're, we're unuseful worms.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you know, the, the irony of that, David, that we are esteemed as you were esteemed. I mean, you met Jesus, the Lord of Lords, the King of Kings, and he gave you a yes. crown. He gave you a crown, and you thought that crown, you were unworthy of that crown, but he yes. found you worthy of that of that crown but you've really through your account told us how what our purpose is in life so many people ask me you know what's my purpose why am i here and they think of some vocational uh purpose like i should become a you know a a nurse a doctor a minister pastor whatever and what i learned in heaven and you're echoing what i've heard from others as well is that it's in the moments that God gives us, that we find our purpose in life. And yes, it's okay to have a position where you can influence uh, the good of that God and, and impresses upon you to, to serve others. But it's in those moments really that are so critical to listen. Because otherwise, if we don't focus on the moments of life that God gives us, and we're just kind of wasting ninety nine percent of our time because we're yeah. looking for some grandiose purpose when it's right in front of our and in front of our face and that in that wherever we are wherever we have to be. I mean, you're a testimony of that. Oh my! It's a, Maria. I have um, heard, listened to, interviewed uh, so many people now who are, have Christ honoring stories of going uh, to heaven and in some cases uh, even hell, that um, it's almost, uh, uh, how shall I put it? It's difficult to impress me with a story that is so poignant because I've heard so many and yet each of them is poignant and sacred and wonderful. But yours in particular, I think, strikes to a core that God wants to give us the message of on so many different fronts his love but his purpose and how we are to function in this world yes so that the reason we are here really the reason we are here and you've answered that question so so amazingly powerfully so
1: yes yes really yeah. Right.
0: yeah well i um so now uh sometimes i will give the the invitation to receive jesus as lord and savior but my sister you're an evangelist oh my goodness (laughs) (laughs) so i'm (laughs) going to give you the opportunity now to evangelize evangelize what will be thousands upon thousands of people with uh right now who are listening And I ask that you share this now as you're watching this or listening to it. You share with others in your social media circles, your friends, your family members. Show them this uh, video because I'm going to ask Maria now to pray for those not only who are watching now, but also the ones who'll be watching later, who are brought because what she speaks now in evangelizing, that evangelism is is a gift. It's one of the spiritual gifts. Uh, Maria has it, uh, and there's going to be an impact. And Maria, I believe it's a, a uh, even greater than a Billy Graham impact in evangelism. I oh speak Lord. that to you in terms of numbers of people because of the the reach of of your message. Because I'm asking people to spread this so that others Boy, can come to Lord. know Jesus as Lord and Savior. So those, those, however many that you saw, now are going to be uh, coming through just this. So my sister Maria, would you be kind enough please to pray and invite uh, others to know Jesus as their Lord and Savior, please?
1: Yes, Randy, thank you so much for the opportunity and your words. I take it as a prophetic voice in my life, um, well, first, uh, to tell everybody out there who's listening to this testimony and listening to so many testimonies, um, that, um, um, uh, heaven is real and heaven, uh, knows your name and heaven is waiting for you. And like I say, like heaven cannot wait to see you. Somebody said, no, the correct thing is heaven awaits for you as said no, they cannot wait to see you They're They're eager to see you and they're pushing for you to make it uh, that nobody ha- uh no, no, uh, uh, what, is, uh, the Lord, the Lord died for all of us. He wants everybody to make it to heaven. Uh, the only way to go there is through Jesus Christ. That is the only way. So, uh, even if, if people have, some people have, um, certain things from their how uh, they have been brought up, or uh, the the things, the ideologies that they have been presented to, or their uh, their their core beliefs that they have gathered through the years, you know, all well, that can influence for a person to reject Jesus as the only way to heaven. But if you uh, if you have given uh, an opportunity to other ideologies and religions and ideas and your own uh, uh, conclusions. Of, of what what is the afterlife and if it's a heaven or not, why not give a chance to Jesus? Um, you know, so many people, I say sometimes so many people, they, they see in Instagram and social media, all these places where you can travel to. And people will dream to go to these places and they show you the videos and the islands and the water and everything so beautiful that there's people that Will put everything on the line to save for that trip. You know, they will buy uh, the tickets, plan the trips, and whatever it costs, even if they come back broke, but they, they're going to do the trip of their lives, you know, because it is promised to them an experience. It is promised to them uh, uh, the reward of having uh, photographs that no longer can repeat and, and, uh, experience with your family and moments of joy and all that. And people will commit. Okay. They will commit and, and and be so, uh, persistent and and persevering in doing these things on earth. Okay. For that moment of experience. Okay. So I I invite people that have that, um, Tenacity in them, because it's it's, it's a tenacity for you to plan and do and travel and spend, you know, for something that has been sold to you as the ultimate destination to have all the joy. You're going to stand up in front of statues and monuments and buildings and take pictures. okay? because they they tell you is 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 what you need in life is you got to see this. Well, I invite you in the same way as a person that has traveled to heaven that you cannot miss this trip. No, no way. You cannot miss it. You will be doing a disfavor to your life if you miss this trip. In this trip, that ticket has been paid by the blood of the Lamb. He paid it all in the cross. You have nothing to spend, but only to give your heart to Him. Uh, There's already a plan made for you. You don't even have to try to figure out hours and hours without sleep. How is the plan? He already knows. through Jesus you will become safe and a new creature and in there the promise the promise is eternal life is eternity is uh, if you want to go and find the fountain of youth in whatever country in whatever here you're young forever you know if you're gonna travel because you want to you want to relax because you're stressed out well here you're not gonna have any stress at all You know, if you come to heaven, so, uh, heaven is the ultimate destination for all of us. It doesn't have to be any other way, but we choose, we choose to go the same way you choose to get on that plane with the same effort and the same energy. You can apply that to, to learn about Jesus, to come to Jesus, to give Jesus a chance to accept him in, in, in your heart. Okay. And, uh, and you will not regret it, because first of all, is is really is a a one trip. Okay, it's not a round trip. When you come from your trips, it's a round trip. You come back to the same routine, the same life, the same. You now you're broke. Now you gotta pay this. You pay. It's the same thing over there. You go into a life eternal, and where they're waiting on you. Is is your family up there? Is what we were created for. We were created to go there so anything that is trying to uh, be an obstacle for you to get there and that means it's an obstacle for you to know jesus is not of god it it doesn't want you to go to the place where you belong is your rightful place to belong there it says the bible says that uh we have the right to 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 be sons of god for all all of us he has been given the right to be sons of god so take the right, and and uh, if you if you're ready for it, if you want to know that uh, whenever you pass from he, from this earth that you're you're gone from here, that you wake up in the right place, that you when you wake up you see the face of the master, that you see his smile, that he tells you they're waiting on you. They were waiting on you and you hear the crowd saying, you made it, you made it. You know, some people want to make it in this world. They want to hear the crowds telling them, oh, you made it. You, you're now a millionaire. Oh, you made it. Now you got a a million viewers. Oh, you made it. You got, no, that's, that's fine. But the ultimate you made it is in heaven. And that's the one you want to hear. You, you want to you want to hear the lord welcoming you and you want to be in your place in your home so if you if you're ready to commit to the lord to give a heart an open heart for him to start doing that in your heart to uh he will reveal yourself himself to you that man in the pier i mean i didn't have to do nothing i just shared with him about jesus and i left and look at the marvelous work that god did in his life uh, nobody is going to do something to you or or to tell you you have to live like this. You have to know God will do it inside of your heart because He will be coming inside of you. He will become Christ in you, and you you're a new creature. He's gonna become your Lord and Savior. So no man is gonna is gonna uh, uh, now tell you what to do. Or you know, there's a lot of people that stay away from all the religion. No, they tell you what to do. They t- no no. This this is about you and your eternity and your relationship with Jesus and he's the only way to heaven. So you want to you want to be in the right place with him. You want to be with Jesus. There's no other way. There's we wish I'm sure Randy also would wish that everybody would go there and there was another way. And just Lord take everybody, but there's no other way. It's only Jesus. I wish that everybody that says, oh, I believe in so-and-so on and this and that, and I believe like, oh, Lord, have mercy on them. But it's only Jesus. It's your choice. So I hope today you can make the choice and we're going to pray for you and we're going to pray with you and ask, ask the Lord to open your eyes and to give you the understanding to the things in Him that your eyes cannot understand because your eyes, if your eyes are placed in this world, in this earth, of course, you cannot understand them. But we ask right now, we pray, Father, in the name of Jesus, this person that is listening and that is, that is attentive, Lord, to this broadcast, Father, and that has heard this testimony, Lord, and you have touched your hearts already, Lord. And you have prepared a place for them, Lord. You have prepared, Father God, a place for them, Father. And you, Lord, you died for them in the cross. So they wouldn't have to suffer, Lord, an eternal damnation. But they will go with you, Lord, where you are waiting for all of us. All the ones, Lord, that like you told me, that the Father have given to you, Lord. And they were there. You already were seeing them there, Lord. I ask you, Father, that this person, Lord, that is yet to make this decision, Lord, you open their eyes of the understanding. Father God, you give them, Lord, a touch of your Holy Spirit, Lord. Father God, you give them dreams and visions. Father, call them by their name, Lord. Call them at night, Father God, in Jesus' name. Let them, Lord, be able, Lord to survive lord whatever struggle they're having in this world lord father god we ask you lord that you uh, support lord the ones that are right now father feeling lonely depressed lord in the name of jesus father god we bind every spirit of suicide we bind every spirit of depression anxiety in jesus name we cast them out of your people lord father god anything that is opposing lord to your cross in their lives we commanded right now to leave these people lord in jesus name father god we ask you lord that you bless lord every listener every viewer father in this broadcast lord father god to your to your knowledge with your knowledge father god that they will they will be able to understand lord that things of the spirit lord by the spirit that you have put in them lord let them grow father god let them grow like strong trees lord in you father that they are unshakable unmovable that they not only come here and listen and then go and do something else and forget father let them grow in you let them uh, bring forth fruit father in jesus name and if you want to accept jesus we're going to we're going to guide you to accept jesus if you do this prayer with us uh, you can ask. It's very simple. It's just gotta come out of your heart. It doesn't have to be a long prayer or nothing. Jesus is here. I believe the Lord is here, and I believe the Lord is gonna is going to uh, immediately have that white robe ready for you, and and you know that immediately you will become His saint, His son. You be you pass from being uh, a slave to the world to become a son and a co-inheritor with Christ, that's what you're going to become. You don't want to become, uh, you don't want to be always a slave to this world. Who wants to be a slave to the world and reject to be a son and a person that inherits everything that is in heaven? Uh, Father, uh, we ask you, Lord, that you uh, take this prayer, Lord, and whoever is gonna do it with us, Father God, we ask you, Lord, that you touch them. It's not us, is not our strength, is not uh, our, our efforts. It is you, Lord, that do the work in each and one of these people, Lord, doing this prayer. And you can pray. Lord Jesus, I give you my heart. Forgive me of all my sins, all the errors I have done and committed, Lord, by word, by actions, or even in my thought life. I repent today. I ask you, Lord, that you wash me, wash me new. Let the blood of Jesus, your blood, Lord, cleanse me, and I accept, I accept you as my Lord and Savior, and I ask you that you fill me with your Holy Spirit and birth in me a new man, a new woman. In Jesus' name, amen
0: amen that was wonderful maria so imagine uh as i i was involved in the uh, billy graham uh ministry somewhat and um imagine he he spoke before uh thousands of people in packed out stadiums so but here we've got uh vis-a-vis uh now broadcasting uh you know to to a reach of uh over Fifty million people uh, thus far. So just imagine oh. those packed-out stadiums, all and the, the the groups of people coming forward, uh, and they're not stepping forward in a stadium, but they're stepping forward in their hearts. And those of you who uh, heard and followed uh, Marie's uh, prayer, imitation prayer, uh, know that. Uh, know not to be shy about your newfound faith we want to know about it at randyk.org we want to know that you've received jesus as your lord and savior because not only do we celebrate your uh your entrance into the kingdom of god and yes, the destiny your destiny toward...
1: <laughs> yes
0: um but also there's a celebration in heaven yes for you right now there's a celebration in heaven Maria talked about it, the, the cheering crowds of people, they're celebrating for you, and it's, it's, just, it's just amazing for you. So that's, that's how God sees you, as Maria talked about, as the most important person in the world, as, you're the, as, as though you're the only person in the world. That's how he sees you. And um, uh, congratulations, congratulations and uh maria any parting word before i give my close to this amazing uh interview
1: i know uh there was something that the lord was prompting me before the interview and i cannot believe i didn't say it so i'm gonna go and say it just so i'd be obedient (laughs) because i know it's only if it's one person that needs to hear it to me it's really like i am just gonna say it uh the lord was telling me uh, because I was like, Lord, what do I say? What do I, Lord, help me. I'm not good speaking in front of people, you know. Uh, and he said, he said, uh, uh, tell about the love of a mother. And I was like, the, the love of mother. And, you know, at the end, he tells me, oh, the love of a mother. That's how he, he told me. And I never understood. So I've never really, like, researched why he said that or anything, but When he told me that yesterday i was trying to think about it and i it just boom just down on me that i mean i don't know who is this for but uh the love of a mother is there it's always there okay because he called it the love of a mother he would have said oh your love as a mother now i've learned that with the lord you have to pay attention to how he talks and what he says so it was a love of A mother so a mother has love for their children regardless Uh, sometimes you know uh, uh, children that they feel like their mother uh, was not there for them and the mother didn't love them enough and they did this and the mother uh, chose so many bad things in life and and because of that they had a a hard life and had to face so many struggles and things and um, but Jesus was telling me that uh, the love of a mother is still there. That what happens is that the enemy and the, the bad choices, the temptations, they choose, you know, these bad temptations that, that just wins their 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 fight. You know, the flesh loses. Um, makes them make these bad decisions that it, it seems like the love is not there. And they're like, what is this person? But no, he was telling me the love of a mother is is something that he put there is like so natural and that the love of a mother is there regardless of what has happened to that person and they they have children there is a mother and the lord said that is in there is in there and it's undeniable and and he was like like don't you see you even you i show you the eternity and you still as a mother you want your daughter to also make it here so I mean i don't know who needs to hear this but but uh it doesn't matter what their mom did to them or uh what choices the mother did you know took the choose uh what they chose that it was uh devastating for them in their in their lifetime but uh their love that is natural in them that got put in there is is there is there so it was like the lord telling me you know i'm a mother the love is there. It's just the enemy. But the love is there. So it I think it'll be easier for people that are struggling with something like that to forgive, to to understand that it's, it's not the mother. It was not their mother, it's the enemy. But mm-hmm. the love is there. So I don't know if this makes sense or but he told me to say that. So if it's only for mm-hmm. one people, you know, yeah. for one person. Yeah.
0: And I had, as you were saying that, I had a sense that somebody's uh, mother maybe fell victim to drugs or some other thing that uh, an abandoned, uh, was abandoned by the mother, but know that God implants that uh, that motherly love uh, to uh, each mother who bears uh, their child. And so that uh, love, I trust from what you shared that that person, will have come to know Jesus as our Lord and Savior and will realize that love uh, born out, uh, if not on earth, certainly in heaven. So, Maria, I thank you so much for joining us today.
1: Thank you, Randy. It was a pleasure, and it was very, very, very good to meet you. (laughs) Thank you for the time. I took a lot of time.
0: (laughs) Well, great to meet you. And uh, for those of you, uh, if... uh, whatever your native tongue is, whether it's English, Spanish, whatever. If you go to org under My Family, uh, which is we're building out now a cohesive network of, uh, of bodies, small groups, churches, and what have you, all coming together as one body in Christ, as God told us to do, that we are introducing uh, the logo My Family for those to use in all the different languages. We just have English and Spanish right now, but we're introducing oh, wow. Mandarin, uh, you name it, more than likely your language is gonna be there that you can use in your native tongue, whatever nation you, uh, you are a part of. So again, thank you so much, Maria. And I, we have some great news for you. If you are in Christ Jesus, then here's the great news. Heaven is in your future. Take care and God bless. Thanks for listening. Please like and subscribe, and if you'd like further information, go to our website at randyk.org, where our mission is simple, to share the great news of God's love.